Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. While Big Mobile subsidized leftist causes that erode our values, our rights, and our country, Patriot Mobile is donating to the causes you believe in. Patriot Mobile was created to give conservatives, like you, a voice, both literally and in preserving our great nation. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile and get reliable nationwide coverage. Keep your number, bring your own phone, or get a new one. Feel good about unlimited talk and text and high-speed data plans that fight for your freedom. Switch today at PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. Again, that's PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. We've never, ever had a more stacked show. I'm not kidding. Um, I'm not messing with you then today. The book. Look at the book. The book is loaded. The book. The book. When they open the the books again, Donnie. (sighs) When they open the books again, we'll let you in. Folks. Hang on to that book. It was a setup. On Trump, the yeah. evidence is getting overwhelming. We have news on Mueller. We've got John Solomon, Stack Show. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Daniel, my friend, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. You know that from the bottom Thank you, of my Thanks, left heart. Thank you. When you open up the books, can you get me in there, left? I'll have the books. Can we be soon. a made guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to start know. with convenient timing of a Senate. You like that? Yeah. I was watching Donnie Brasco ah. the other night. I love that movie. Uh, the Senate Intel Committee releases a port- report. Wow. Isn't that convenient ah. timing? I'm going to get to that first. Crazy video, a lot going on, right? Let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. There it is. The best nutrition supplement on the market. We love it. Upside down, right side up foundation. My favorite nutrition supplement. I know Joe loves it. I know little Joe loves it. My wife loves it. I love it. What is it? Well, as you can see on the back, it is a creatine ATP blend. Ladies and gentlemen, this supplement does three things for me. Makes me look better, feel better, and perform better. Now, the look better part, I'm not asking you to take my word for it, okay? You don't believe me? Fine. Go and do the seven-day mirror test. Joe knows what it Uh is. Before you take this product, take a little mental snapshot of what you look like in a mirror. Come back seven days later. You are going to look a whole lot better. I love foundation. It's like having two extra gas tanks in the gym. It has a muscular volumization effect, makes your muscles look bigger, look better, look more toned. This is a terrific product. I love it. It is the staple of my nutritional supplementation program. It is called Foundation. It is only available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Try this product. Take a little uh, uh, paper to the gym. Write down how many push-ups, bench press, squat, whatever. Hyper extensions you do. Come back seven days later. You want to look better, you'll be performing better as well. I personally vouch for this product. I love it. It's called Foundation. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick it up today. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so as the impeachment hoax completely collapses and falls apart, as I predicted, Donald Trump was going to touche Schiff and Pelosi. I'll get to this in a little while, too. Uh, What does he do? He says, take a vote. Take a vote. I ain't doing jack squat until you take a vote, Ski. Take the vote. Ain't going to do it. At least no time soon. Mm -hmm. We may get a vote, but they're panicking. Their case is totally falling apart. Trump made a deal with the Ukrainians for information on Joe Biden. None of that happened. And they are freaking out. Now, conveniently, we are in the midst right now of what Catherine Herridge called at Fox, and she was right, a rollout. What is a rollout? For those of you not familiar with the fetid, disgusting, grotesque, stinking D.C. swamp. A rollout is when you have a bunch of information. You like that? You think that was uh, comprehensive enough description? Joe, unfortunately, lives near the D.C. swamp and can still smell it, even in Maryland where he lives. What they do with a rollout, Joe, 
is they have a bunch of pre-planned, none of this is extemporaneous, none of this is on-the-spot stuff, a bunch of pre-planned narratives they want to roll out sequentially. Uh, Why? Because they have a compliant media, Joe. And what does it do? If they roll it out all at one time in one day, um, it'll get lost. Some of the finer points they want in their story will get lost. So they roll it out piece by piece in a drip, drip effect to make it seem like, oh, my gosh, when is it going to stop? This Trump guy is so corrupt. Mm -hmm. This is a rollout. Now, what was rolled out yesterday, again, to add to the narrative that Trump is so in bed with these Ukrainians and Russians. We had this Senate Intel Committee report comes out yesterday. One of the most, uh, let me, uh, I don't want to use that word. The Senate Intel Committee, one of the most useless entities up on Capitol Hill right now, (laughs) stacked with anti-Trump Republicans like Richard Burr, with, with people involved in the collusion hoax themselves, like Democrat Mark Warner from Virginia, intimately involved with this thing himself. We had the leaker, uh, that guy, uh, what's his name, Wolf, on the Senate Intel Committee was leaking uh, and was charged with lying to federal agents. This place is a fetid swamp inside the swamp, the Senate Intel, Com- Intel Committee. So what does it do yesterday, Joe? Conveniently, again, to add to the rollout, remember, the media is telling a story, Joe. What is uh, it's not the not story, the it's story, a story. No. Trump, it's overwhelming, Joe. We got to impeach this oh, guy. We got him? Foreign deals. It's every every day they got him. So they roll out this report yesterday. You can check out the cover here. And remember, the compliant media is ready to rock and roll. So volume two, volume two comes out. Report of the Select Committee on Intelligence, U.S. Senate on Russian active measure campaigns and interference in the 2016 election. Mm. Volume part there. Like Hot Shots part (laughs) two with Charlie Sheen. Like part one wasn't bad enough. You needed part two. So here we go. Folks, again, what you're getting different on this show, and I, I thank you to my wife, by the way, this morning, who I shouldn't send her tell you her compliments, but she says, you know, Dan, I got to tell you, she says, the way you tie stuff together is really good. I appreciate that. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it, too. Yesterday's show was our yep. most listened to show ever. Why was this yeah. report out yesterday? Because it's the rollout. It's the pile on. The Russians, look what the Russians did. Trump, Trump, Trump. Look what they did. Now, this report is... There are parts of it that are downright, that are so, if you know what to look for, and thank you to the source that sent these portions of it over to me, there are portions of it that are so absurd. Yeah, let me get to it. Okay, so the media part, let's just talk about how the media is going to run. So right on cue, by the way, Vox with a V, not Fox with an F, Vox, left-wing media lunatics. Here we go, Joe. A GOP-led Senate Intel Committee report states the obvious. Russia favored Trump in 2016. Oh, here we go, Joe. It's on like Donkey Kong. Verdict is in. It's on. What do we do? Trump colluded with the Russians, dude. The rollout continues. Here we go. (laughs) You're going to see more of this stuff. They are losing the initiative. They are losing the initiative. By the way, I think that was from Black Hawk Down. Thank you to the person who sent me that. We're losing the initiative. The Democrats are losing the initiative, so they have to continue to roll this stuff out in conjunction with anti-Trump Republicans on the Intel Committee. Now, this is the what the two of them. Were, and by the way, hat tip to uh, Rosie Memos who picked up on some of this stuff too. Um, but someone sent this stuff over to me, and it's really it's unintentionally, unintentionally hilarious how they they describe this stuff and the sources they rely on. So in this Senate Intel report, remember the Russians are colluding and they wanted to favor Trump. Here's number one. Here's an interesting takeaway from the report on Clint Watts. They relied on Clint Watts. Clint Watts. So just so you know, Joe, the Senate report, the Russians wanted to favor Trump. Now we know. Here's volume two. Now you can see up at our our YouTube on the video. It says, this is from the report. The committee found that the IRA, that's this Russian internet research agency, targeted not only Hillary Clinton, but also Republican candidates during the presidential primary. Talks about Cruz and Rubio and Jeb Bush. As Clint Watts, a former FBI agent, expert in social media weaponization, testified to the committee, and it goes on about how Clint Watts thinks that Russians' media outlets sought to sideline opponents with adversarial views towards the Kremlin. So just to be clear, Joe, because that's what we're here for, we're here to break through the clouds, what media or what, the question you should always be asking, what story are the anti-Trumplicans and the Democrat hacks what are they trying to tell you? 
oh, this Russian thing was worse than we could have possibly imagined. <laughs> they were the ones who got Trump elected. And you know who said so, Joe? Who said? Former FBI agent Clint Watts. Was he Clint Watts? Ah! Oh, who is this? He said who is this? it. Watts? So it's over. Huh? Don't get what there. Well, you think obviously, you know, I'm going to answer I know that. Charlie Watts. I do not so know. So Clint, Clint Watts, Watts is heavenly involved <laughs> with this company. Put, put up the Fox article, if you don't mind. Hamilton 68. What? Hamilton 68 runs this dashboard, Joe, that supposedly can detect, uh, you know, yeah. uh, authentic social media involvement. Okay. So the piece was by Brian Flood. It was from 2018. Mm -hmm. Media's narrative of Russian bots pushing conservative issues called inherently inaccurate. Now, Brian Flood's story covers a Pete Hassan story at the Daily Caller. Both links are in there. Okay. And what they address in there, Hassan and subsequently Brian Flood, is whenever a story got out there that the media wants to discredit. They would say, oh, look, Russian bots are pushing that. Russian yeah, bots yeah. are supporting Laura Ingram. Okay, dokes. Russian bot. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Where they go to get that information is this dashboard. Follow mm -hmm. me, Hamilton 68. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting that Clint Watts, who was one of the co-founders of the company involved with Hamilton 68, Clint Watts himself doesn't even trust the people who are telling you that his methodology can pick out Russian bots from the piece. Hmm. Read him. This is the expert they got in the report. This is, I'm telling you, unintentionally hilarious. This is Clint Watts. I'm not convinced on this bot thing. Hamilton 68 dashboard co-founder Clint Watts told BuzzFeed, they're not all in Russia. We don't even think they're all commanded in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> the same guy. It's the same guy. This guy who doesn't even trust his own platform that the media is citing to cite Russian influence in U.S. politics. He's questioning his own. But that's the expert they use to show that <laughs> Trump was favored by the Russians. Same guy. Joe, as the audience ombudsman, <laughs> yeah. seriously, I need yeah. you. Is this making sense? Oh, this is incredibly Follow stupid. Me. Yeah, go ahead. I know <laughs> yeah. it is. The initiative is collapsing. Yeah. What is the initiative? We need to impeach Trump now. We need to insist he's been cutting deals with foreign governments, Ukraine yes. and Russia. Well, we don't really have the Mueller report anymore, so let's stick with Ukraine. Right. The Ukraine thing falls apart because Trump releases the transcript. Right. Conveniently, the Senate Intel Committee, let's drop volume two. Wow. What is volume two on our report going to say? The Russians wanted to help Trump. Feedback loop right into the narrative <laughs> at the top. The initiative. Trump colludes with foreign partners. What do they use to back this up? Clint Watts, a guy who in his doesn't even trust his own platform. <laughs> this is hysterical. Uh, I mean, this the, the, the hilarity immediately ensues. This is supposed to be a serious report. Now, Joe, yeah. it goes on. Oh man! One of the other portions of it. On uh, this is uh, about uh, Black Americans. This is hysterical. I'm sorry, not the Fox News piece. This is uh, the report. In the report, listen to this one. The committee found that no single group of Americans was targeted by this Russian group, the IRA, information operatives more than African-Americans. By far, race and related issues were the preferred target of information warfare designed to divide the country in 2016. Evidence of the IRA's overwhelm overwhelming operational emphasis on race is evidence in their Facebook advertising content, 67% related to race. And targeting, they tired African-American metropolitan areas. They targeted, they had a blacktivist page, which generated engagement. They had Instagram content and Twitter content focused on heavily on NFL kneeling and racial undertones. Folks, did any of you read uh, the actual indictment that came out against these Russian troll farms? Because I did. And remember what was in indictment point 50, I think it was 53 or 52, where it says in the actual indictment against some of these same troll farms and things like that, Joe, that one of the pages was, quote, Facebook pages that are designed to, quote, help Trump mm -hmm. save American Muslims, vote Hillary. Uh, well, ah, uh, <laughs> am I missing save American Muslims? <laughs> so the Russian troll farm that's trying to elect Donald Trump, according to the Senate Intel report. Remember the story. We have to double down. The initiative's being lost. Trump colludes with foreigners. Their, their assertion here is that the Russians wanted to help Trump and didn't like Hillary. Then why would you have a Facebook page that said, save American Muslims, vote Hillary? 
Why would you target black Americans who just by statistical data largely vote Democrat? Why would you target them for your most heavy engagement to activate the black community to do what? Vote for Trump? He only got, what was it, 8% of the black vote? Does any of this make sense to you? Joe, I'm not losing you, right? Uh, no, Dan, I got it. So <laughs> uh-huh. let me get this yeah. straight. Your report saying the Russians wanted to help Trump uh-huh. by targeting the black vote, stirring racial divisiveness, targeting the black community, and by putting up Facebook pages, save American Muslims vote Hillary? <sighs> Folks. Oh. I don't I, I listen, I'm sorry if you're a liberal listening to this show and you continue to get suckered by this. Listen to me. The Russians were not our friends. Fact. The Russians definitely involved themselves in our politics in subversive, adversive ways. Fact. Yes. Point stipulated. Always. They are not our friends. It is documented extensively. In Spygate, my first book and my second book on the topic exonerated. Extensively. They are not our friends. Nothing they did was upstanding on a moral high ground, ethical, none of it. But continuing to lie to people and insisting that their goal was to elect Trump when it's obvious their goal was not to elect Trump, but to sow racial discord and play whatever side of the aisle they could cause chaos on is just a lie. This Senate report is hot garbage. It's toilet paper. It is garbage. This was released and the narrative is out there now only as part of a rollout to pile on Trump. They were trying to help Trump get elected by activating the black community and putting out Facebook pages, save American Muslims, vote Hillary. What did I tell you, Joe, a year and a half ago when we started talking about this? The Russians are engaged in carpet bombing, mutually assured destruction yeah. type intel behavior. They know we involve ourselves in foreign elect. We do. That's what intelligence does, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what? You got your panties in a wad now because you're a fr- American intel? We involve ourselves overseas. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a really crappy world where crappy stuff happens. And America first. And if we got to can an election because it involves American interest, then that's what we got to do. Diplomacy, intel, and military actions are inherently ugly things sometimes. You don't like it? Look away. It ain't for you. And you know what? The Russians do the same damn thing to us. Sure. They were not trying to help Trump. They were trying to carpet bomb our electoral process and sow internal discord. And it worked. Yeah, I was going to say, which they've done. Yeah. Which they've succeeded yeah. at. Yes. This is a scam. They were trying to help Trump. This Senate Intel Committee should be embarrassed. By the way, you won't see much about that story. And I think it's because as people read through it, they're like, wait, you're relying on Clint Watts? Clint Watts doesn't even rely on Clint Watts. They were trying to stir up resentment in a black community to help Trump? Well, what are you talking about? All right. Uh, Listen, folks, I got... Don't go anywhere. Solomon video. The setup is now unbelievably obvious also, by the way, what's going on right now. Why isn't Bill Taylor being called right now to testify? I'll answer that question Mm. for you. That one's going to clockwork orange. Open your eyes. All right. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at OMAX Sleep and Stress. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a tough time sleeping at night, as you can tell by my naturally wired up personality. You have a problem too? Try OMAX Sleep and Stress Remedy. We like it. We use it in the house. Paula, don't you love it? Yeah, she loves it too. It's pretty good stuff. When you don't sleep well, your entire day suffers. Your patience is shot. You're moody, irritable, and everybody around you is affected too. Do you know that one out of three adults suffer from insomnia and sleep deprivation? With the accelerating demands of work, family, and the stresses of life in general, it's no wonder over 60 million Americans feel sluggish, unproductive, or exhausted on a daily basis. Try OMAX Sleep and Stress Remedy with CBD. This breakthrough triple action CBD oil formula helps relax your mind naturally so you can get your best night's sleep ever. I like it. Works well for me. Many of you probably don't even remain, uh, remember what it's like to get a good night's sleep. I'm here to tell you when you finally get a full, 
deep, solid eight hours of sleep. You will wake up refreshed with tons of energy and most importantly, no grogginess. Trust me, the CBD blend is incredible. You'll feel a difference the first time you try it. We love it here. Omax is offering our listeners 20% off their first box of Omax Sleep and Stress Remedy with CBD plus free shipping. And if you don't experience your best night's sleep in just three nights, send it back for a full refund. No problem. They're that confident in this product. Go to omaxhealth.com today. Use promo code Bongino to get 20% off a one-month supply. This is, uh, it's a, this is a paradigm shift, ladies and gentlemen, in, uh, in better sleep. If you're ready to relieve stress and relax your mind and sleep better, try Omax Sleep and Stress Remedy. Trust me, it's a game changer. You can benefit. Go to omaxhealth.com and a promo code Bongino to get 20% off a one-month supply plus free shipping. If you don't have your best night's sleep again in just three nights, return it for a full refund. That's Omax, O-M-A-X, health.com. Promo code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. You're going to love it. All right, let's get rolling on this one. So John Solomon, Johnny, John was on last night before me on Hannity, and uh, John dropped another tactical nuke on the battlefield here. Uh, let's play the video. Let me just uh, set you up first. So John Solomon is on. Remember, everything right now is a strategic pre-planned rollout. Information to tell a story, not the story, and a story they're trying to tell is Trump is colluding with foreigners. He therefore needs to be impeached. That's what the Senate report was about. That's what the Ukraine quid pro quo. You give us information on Biden or no military aid. That's fake story. That is the bedrock of their impeachment charge. Now, Joe, if Donald Trump, according to the Democrats' spurious impeachment allegations, mm -hmm are that he was demanding an investigation be opened into Hunter Biden mm -hmm. as a condition of getting military aid. Again, that's a fake news story, but that's their charge. Yes. Would that story be kind of thrown up in the air if an investigation had already been reopened? Yeah. Kind of screw the story up, no? Yeah. You, you are not getting this military aid, Ukrainians, unless you open an investigation. Mm. If there was an investigation already open, wouldn't that kind of screw the story yes, up? It would. Well, check out this little uh, video audio. This is a hat tip Sean Hannity show right. last night on Fox. This is John Solomon indicating that this would have been the worst quid pro quo ever about opening up an investigation <laughs> because there may have been an investigation already open. Check this one out. I can confirm to you tonight that the U.S. government had open source intelligence and was aware as early as February of 2019 that the Ukrainian government was planning to reopen the Burisma investigation. This is long before the president ever imagined having a call with President Zelensky. In fact, it's before President Zelensky was even elected. This is a significant shift in the factual timeline. This is information that was omitted from the whistleblower's complaint. Let me tell you that, that what we learned today. The U.S. government was aware through open source intelligence in February that NABU, an FBI-like agency in Ukraine that fights corruption, in fact, it was started by Joe Biden, uh, that it requested a reopening of the investigation into Burisma, its owner Zolchevsky, and unusual transactions in the Burisma accounts in February of 2019. On March 28, 2019, the general prosecutor's office agreed to that a, a request to open an investigation and they filed a 15-page notice of suspicion alleging that there may be illicit funds that were running through Burisma from 2010 all the way through 2015. That's important because Hunter Biden's on the board for two of those years, 2014, 2015. And specifically, that notice of suspicion said they were looking at the possibility that the $3.4 million paid to Hunter Biden's firm may have been part of the illicit funds that were moving through the um, Company A month later, in April, the prosecutor's office, open source intelligence, again, U.S. government officials confirming they were aware of this, made a request of another investigative agency in Ukraine for assistance in going through these bank records. Uh, that is a significant change in the timeline. It was omitted from the whistleblower's complaint. And the question is, did he not know it? Or did he, did he exclude it because it didn't fit the narrative he was trying to write? That's a question for Congress to answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, can this story <laughs> get any worse for the Democrats? Nothing they've told you is true. There was no quid pro quo in the transcript. The quid pro quo they're alleging is now entirely falling apart because you can't open an investigation on condition of military, uh, on a condition of military aid that's already open. 
It's already open. So what are the three takeaways from Solomon's piece last night? Again, annihilating sleazeball lion Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and the entire Democrat media narrative. February 2019, the Ukrainians already reopened the investigation. Why is that date important, Joe? Because if Trump was making a deal, an illicit deal to open an investigation in a Hunter Biden on a call in July of 2019, how could he make a deal about a case that's already open? Folks, is this hard? As you know, liberals, I get it. You know, the, the, the skulls, the thickness problem, the calcification around the frontal lobe. I, I get it. The dendrite axon interference. I get that facts don't <laughs> penetrate. I understand they're like kryptonite to you. But how hard is this to understand? One, there is no deal. There was no quid pro quo. And how could there have been a deal for an investigation to start that was already started? The Dave Cricket going off again. <laughs> liberal. There's liberals. I had it in the drawer. We haven't had used the Dave Cricket in a while. I love the Dave Cricket. All right, enough Dave Cricket. <laughs> Peace out. Second takeaway, Joe, the investigation into the illicit funds being transferred from the natural gas company Burisma, where Joe Biden's kid was hired while Joe Biden's the point man in Ukraine discussing natural gas. The illicit funds investigation about transfers of money was going on while Biden was there. Hunter Biden, while he was on the board. That's a conspiracy theory. He's got the paperwork. Did you see it? If you're watching on YouTube.com slash Bongino. He, he puts the pay, the actual paperwork. Finally, Joe, that's all conveniently left out of the whistleblower oh, yeah. slash deep state hack. That's all left out of the complaint. Yeah, little omission. Yeah. Let it, yeah, slight problem, Joe. Yeah. <sighs> Folks, you are being suckered. Oh, dude. Suckered. Huge. So what's the takeaway from part two of the show? Takeaway part one, the Senate Intel Committee report is an obvious piece of a rollout to reinforce the narrative that Trump's cutting deals with foreign partners and the Russians prefer Trump. False. Part number two, the quid pro quo about reopening investigation can't be true because the investigation was already open. This is the first time this has happened, by the way. The show is so stacked. I'm not even kidding that I had to write it on two pages. I'm not messing with it. That's how much stuff I have today. Ask Paula. I've been working on this since yesterday. All right. As I predicted yesterday, Trump was going to issue a massive touche. Fox News, Trump's daring him to take a vote. Why? Trump to send Pelosi a letter. Fox News, Melissa Leone. Daring them to hold this impeachment quote. Uh, this is an article from a few days ago, but he did it again yesterday. And he sends a letter. Yesterday, this is important. He sends a letter over there from the White House. We will not comply with this because this is not a legitimate impeachment inquiry. Take a vote. Good. Nice move. Excellent, White House. Give them nothing. They take a vote. That's their constitutional prerogative. It'd be a legitimate impeachment inquiry, however much we don't like it. Not legitimate and there's a crime behind it, but at least they took a vote. Give them nothing, nothing until the House of Representatives. Article one says the House of Representatives has the sole power to impeach. I can't say this enough. It is not the House of Representative. Take that to court and litigate that to death. There is no way one member of the House, speaker or not, the speaker of the House or not, who ironically doesn't even have to be a member of the speaker of the, of, of the House of Representatives, excuse me, the speaker would come from anywhere. Now, it's tradition. Otherwise, mm. there is no precedent for this. Both impeachments, Johnson and Clinton, both took a vote. There is no precedent for this. There was even a vote taken on Nixon, although he resigned. No precedent. The Constitution is clear. The House of Representatives has the sole power to impeach. Give them nothing. Nothing. Here's a tweet from Manu Raju at CNN, by the way, too. What did I tell you? 
What were they going to say, Joe? Yeah. If Trump doesn't yeah. comply, we're going to move forward with destruction articles. Sure. Here we go. Manu Raju from CNN. Subpoena coming. This is from uh, from Elijah Cummings, uh, Engel, and, and uh, Adam Schiff. We consider this interference to be obstruction of the impeachment inquiry. <laughs> it's so predictable. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this show, you are seriously three or four days ahead of every news cycle. I've got something else, yeah, by the way, baby. because the next thing that's going to break... Wait till I get to this stuff. Hat tip uh, 279er. 279er coming through in the clutch again. I was expecting a fastball. We got the deuce. Very nice. Get to that in a second, too. So what did I tell you? They're not going to take a vote. Having not taken a vote, Trump knows they've got nothing and probably don't have the votes right now. Trump was going to touche them and say, I'm not giving you squat until you take a vote. Matter of fact, I'm going to send you a letter, bear poking, saying, no, no, you take a vote or you're getting nothing. Diddly squat. Good. What did I tell you was going to happen then? The Democrats are going to respond. This is obstruction. Why? Why? Why are they doing that? Because, ladies and gentlemen, if they had an actual article of impeachment on an actual crime high crime, misdemeanor, treason, or bribery, as the Constitution says is required for an impeachment, why not just issue the article on that? You tracking me, Joe? Yeah. If I I know you didn't rob a bank, but I want to impeach you for robbing a bank, Mm -hmm. but I know you didn't rob the bank, I'll demand you submit to an interview about robbing the bank, knowing you'll say no. Mm -hmm. And then when you say no, I'll charge you with obstruction. Of the investigation into robbing the bank you didn't rob only because I want to put yeah, you in jail. You get it? That's quite tyrannical They know of Trump. Yeah. They have nothing mm-hmm. on Trump. Yeah, very tyrannical. The whole thing. Very. <laughs> despotic. Yes. The whole thing is falling apart. Now, Trump, you may say, well, why not just submit to this and, and preclude them from going down the obstruction path? Because, folks, they're never going to get away with this in a Senate trial. And I Bingo. think Trump is figuring now. That if he if they comply right. with this never ending witch hunt, that they're just going to drag this out and the political damage would be more than if they're going to impeach. Just do it now. Let's get to a trial and let's humiliate the Democrats and make them show their cards because they don't have any. Now, you like the tie ins? Yeah, man. Everything they think they have is falling apart. There's no quid pro quo. There's no quid pro quo in the transcript. There was no investigation to be open because it was already open. Now, finally, as Byron York is reporting in the Washington Examiner, what about this little doozy that came out yesterday? Byron York, October 8, 2019. Whistleblower had professional ties to a 2020 Democratic candidate. Oh, oh, isn't that great? I'm surprised. Isn't that great? (laughs) Well done, Joe. Shocker. Joe is stunned. Stunned. You hear it in his voice? He is stunned. Astonished. (laughs) Now we find out that the whistleblower who's supposed to be Joe. Come on, Dan. This above reproach public servant who is trying to save the nation. Yeah. Save the nation by blowing the whistle on a call the whistleblower didn't even hear that knows nothing about. But heard from someone, heard it from a friend who, the Oreo Speedwagon hypothesis, right? Heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. We're supposed to believe it. You can't question this person, Joe, because they're patriots. They are patriots in the deep state. Leaking sensitive information, spying on the White House for everyone in the world to see. They're patriots. Bull. We ask questions here. Now it turns out the whistleblowers got ties to a Democrat candidate? No worries, folks. Remember, motives only matter when you're a Republican. When you're a Democrat, motives don't matter at all. So that could be a possible motive, right, Joe? Political damage being that you have some professional ties to a candidate and you're a Democrat yourself. No, no, the motives don't matter. They're patriots. But when it's the Trump side, they were building a tower in Moscow. Yeah, they're, they're real estate people. Yeah, but the Russians wanted Trump to win. Actually, there's no evidence of that. And they had a motive to build the tower because what are you talking about? Are you smoking crack? What are you talking about? You're you're making up motives that don't exist when a motive in front of your face 
that impugns the potential wit, uh, motivations of a Democrat, you're ignoring that one. Nice story by Byron York. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is all in the show notes today at Bongino.com. Please subscribe to the email list. These articles are pretty comprehensive today and are definitely worth your time. Now let's get to the juicy stuff. You know what? Before we get to that, because I want to roll through, let me just get through my last sponsor. Folks, this stuff is going to be damning. I'm going to put together to you, hat tip to a 279er for pointing me in the right direction here. I'm going to put together for you a, a series of data points that is going to paint a very ugly picture about one of the central figures in this case that may not be pretty. Don't go anywhere. All right, finally, today's show brought to you by our buddies at Biz Council. You in the beginning stages of your business? Yeah, you may have cut back some corners in the beginning stages. Are you in the advanced stages? Now you're starting to get serious. You need to get serious, especially about legal help. In the back of your head, you were probably thinking, hey, listen, I know I should do this the proper way, getting legal help, but you know, it's a small business. When I prove this thing works, then I'll do it the right way. Well, there's no time for that now. Now you've got a real business with real money and real people involved, and you have to do something to protect your business. It's time. You had a dedicated business attorney by your side. It's important. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Biz Council. Biz Council, B-I-Z. Let's you have your own dedicated business attorney for all your business legal needs for a fraction of what it would normally cost. Comes from some of the same guys who started LegalZoom. Now they're reimagining how you get quality, high quality legal help for your established business. Don't risk it. We're talking businesses who've been around for a couple of years. You're generating revenue. You may have employees. Here's how your business benefits from Biz Council. You get unlimited consultations with an attorney dedicated to you. Means you have a question today, tomorrow, next month, just pick up the phone and get easily, easily answers from an attorney you trust. You don't have to go track anybody down. Depending on your plan, you also get two free contract reviews every single month. Be confident what's in your contracts. Be sure that your business is protected for creating agreements from scratch. You get discounted flat free prices so you'll know in advance what your new document is going to cost. Folks, here's the deal. Check this out. For my listeners, for my listeners only, get your first month of Biz Council for free when you go to bizcouncil.com slash Dan. Your dedicated business business attorney at bizcouncil.com slash Dan. That's B-I-Z council.com slash Dan. Two free contract reviews is a significant value. Think about a lawyer charging you $400 an hour to review a contract. With Biz Council, you get two contract reviews per month included with your free membership. bizcouncil.com slash Dan. Check them out. We love Biz Council here. All right, folks, this is an important segment. And I want to be clear when I'm going here. This was a setup on Trump. I've been saying that for the whole show. I think I'm producing solid evidence to you that this was a pre-planned rollout, meaning it was a hit. It was a political hit. None of this was some patriot jumping forward because they were so concerned mm -hmm. about Trump's Ukrainian calls. Nonsense. This was done in advance. Now, as I've explained to you over the past few shows, why was it done in advance specifically involving Ukraine? Well, for the same reason Russian collusion was rolled out against Trump because the Democrats had actually colluded with Russian sources to hammer Trump. You get it? Yeah. So they just wanted to switch the narrative to make it about Trump yeah. because they knew the media are such suckers that they'll take it um, and, and they won't even ask any questions. Well, the Democrats have a significant problem in Ukraine. I've already showed you the articles. You know about the Democrats' involvement with Ukraine in the 2016 election. Joe Biden and his kids' involvement in Ukraine. We've already explained that with Solomon. So they had a problem. They had to make that problem about Trump. I believe they waited for Trump to make this phone call. Something was done in advance. I think people were poked and prodded to make these whistleblower complaints. But I want to ask you a question here about this. If the whistleblowers complain, which makes some very serious allegations, <sighs> Let me put up this Wall Street Journal article first. Make this make more sense. Ladies and gentlemen, we had an ambassador in Ukraine. Her name was Marie Yovanovitch. Remember the names, okay? Trump ordered her. And here's the headline. Wall Street Journal. Trump ordered Ukraine ambassador removed after complaints from Giuliani and others. Marie Yovanovitch dismissed after Trump allies said she was blocking Biden probe and bad-mouthing the president. People familiar with the matter say. Ladies and gentlemen, I've developed some good sources over the last couple of years doing this show. One of them has assured me that our ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Ivanovich, was doing, in fact, that hmm. was trash mouthing the president, President Trump overseas um, and may have been involved in 
let's just say some some efforts to make sure justice wasn't done. All right. Those are the allegations that I was by credible people. Yovanovitch was trouble for the Trump administration. Does that make sense? Yeah. She's the ambassador. Okay. All right. I want to walk you through how I think this was a setup. Now, just keep any que- you, you keep this question in your head the whole time. Revenge. Was this revenge, this setup? Hmm? And why was it about Ukraine? So Yovanovitch is, she's not fired from the State Department. She's recalled from her post as ambassador to Ukraine by Trump. An embarrassing thing, by the way, to happen. Oh, be recalled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For that kind of reason. Yovanovitch doesn't like, no likey. She doesn't like that. Who is the charge? Charge de affairs, the number two in the Ukrainian embassy. Well, let's put up his picture. It's a guy named Bill Taylor. William Taylor. There he is. U.S. Embassy in, uh, in Ukraine. There's his photo. You can see it on YouTube. I mean, if you're listening, it doesn't really matter. You just, you, it is what it is. Charge de affairs, William B. Taylor. So he's the deuce. He's working under Yovanovitch. Assume they're kind of chummy. They know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor. Taylor's an interesting guy. Because Taylor and Taylor's concerns we now have in text messages. Bill Taylor, who's the number two under Yovanovitch, who gets recalled, embarrassingly so, for trash mouth and Trump allegedly overseas. And for, again, other allegations that she may have been involved in some obstruction of justice um, of over there. It... <laughs> I've got a lot more of this. Taylor is interesting because Taylor's the one texting Gordon Sunland, our ambassador to the EU, about his concerns about what's going on with Ukraine, about a quid pro quo that's not happening. And when he does it, the language Taylor uses seems to be mirrored in the whistleblower's complaint. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Taylor. Let's get to the whistleblower complaint first. Put up that uh, Fox News headline, if you don't mind. This is Catherine Herridge, published a day ago. Whistleblower wrote memo after learning of Ukraine call saying White House official. Who's that White House official? Called it crazy and frightening. Let's put up the September 9th text from Bill Taylor to Gordon Sondland. Again, Sondland and him are involved in this text exchange where they're discussing a Ukrainian quid pro quo that's not happening. Why is Taylor keep asking about this quid pro quo? He says, we send with the decision of the security assistance is key. With the hold, we've already shaken their faith in us. This is Taylor talking. This is my nightmare scenario. I'm counting on you to be right about this interview, Gordon. Gordon says, Bill, I was ne- I never said I was right. I said, we are where we are. and We believe we have identified the best pathway forward. Let's hope it works. Taylor, as I said on the phone, I think it's crazy. As I said on the phone, I think it's crazy. As I said on the phone, I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. <laughs> to which Gordon Sondland promptly replies, Bill. I believe you are incorrect about President Trump's intentions. The president has been clear. No quid pro quos of any kind. So somebody told the whistleblower it was crazy. You may say, well, Dan, that's thin gruel. Okay, fair enough. Oh, I got more. I never just leave you there. Somebody, a White House official, told the patriotic whistleblower that this quid pro quo that wasn't is just crazy. And the whistleblower writes in the report, it's crazy. The whistleblower Joe also writes in the report because he's so there, so concerned, the whistleblower, that the phone call to the Ukrainians about the quid pro quo that's not is, quote, 
Fox from the Fox News piece, completely lacking in substance related to national security. Wow, that's convenient because it seems that Taylor's texts are very concerned about the national security thing, too. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? Now, you may say, ah, it's still kind of thin. Taylor's describing this as crazy and national security problems and the whistleblowers talking about national security problems and this crazy, frightening phone call while Bill Taylor's talking about his nightmare scenario. They're all frightened and crazy, Joe. Mm. It's like the exorcist. Father Marin and Reagan, mm. mm-hmm. not Ronald. Why is Taylor texting Sondland? Why does he keep texting Sondland about a quid pro quo that wasn't? Sondland is crystal clear. President Trump has stated there is no quid pro quo of any kind. Why does he keep texting him? Come to think of it, that was a September 9th text I showed you. Why is Taylor texting him on September 1st this? Bill Taylor, September 1st. Are we now saying that security assistance and White House meetings are conditioned on investigations? Man. To which Sondland replies, call me. These guys. Folks, why is Bill Taylor putting <laughs> down in these texts repeatedly Quid pro quos about meetings and military aid and national security and how crazy this is. By the way, charges echoed exactly in the whistleblower's report. Why is Sondland putting this down in texts, excuse me, Taylor, in text to Sondland, who is repeatedly rebuffing his efforts? Was this revenge? But Paula, from the Wall Street Journal piece, can you put up this snippet? I'm sorry, I went out of a little order there. But what else is in the whistleblower report? The whistleblower, not just that it's crazy and it's a lack of focus on national security, strangely echoed and mirrored in Bill Taylor's text. But from the Wall Street Journal piece, we see this as well. Oh, the complaint, the whistleblower's complaint, cites Ms. Yovanovitch's ouster as one of a series of events that paved the way for what the whistleblower alleges was an abuse of power by the president. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that great? Isn't, isn't that terrific? So let's just be straight on this. So Bill Taylor, who now, by the way, and by, by the way, libs don't even, don't even bother. I know media matters and the hoaxers out there. If you're going to try to intimidate shows like this and others from asking what you are absolutely wasting your time. I will ask questions. When I feel like it. And you can plan a wet one on my caboose. You understand? Remember Mueller? You'll dare question Mueller, Joe. He's above reproach. Yeah. Even though, as my second book, Exonerated Documents, his investigation was a farce. The evidence was everywhere. I'm just asking questions. We now know Marie Ivanovich, who's above Taylor in the Ukrainian embassy, is recalled. She works with Taylor. Right. We know Taylor is then texting Gordon Sondland about quid pro quos that aren't happening. Yeah, I smell that. About national security. Oh, it's just light on national security problems for us. Mm. And how crazy it is while the whistleblower echoes the exact same complaints in the whistleblower complaint and heard it from a White House, White House official. Who, who, who's that White House official? Who is that? Who who that? Who that? Hmm. I'm not a Saints fan either. Why hasn't Bill Taylor been called to testify? He seems to have he seems to Joe have all the information, yeah, he right? Seems to, yeah. He's worried about national oh, security. Patriot, yeah. in the whistleblower mm-hmm. yeah, complaint. Yeah. They're awesome. They're terrific. Yeah, yeah. Every one of them. Oh, yeah. He's worried about quid pro quos that aren't happening. I see. Why hasn't he been called to testify? Why not? Now, Schiff, hold on. We're going to do this on the air. Sorry, I got a, an email from uh, my guy. Better be careful not to turn my phone around. Adam Schiff this morning on Taylor. 
We certainly do have an interest in speaking with him. Gee, you think? <laughs> you think? Why haven't we heard from him yet? You get where I'm going with this? Yeah. Oh, yes. We'll probably see that be breaking in a couple weeks. But don't worry if you listen to the show. Like I said, you'll always be a couple weeks ahead of the news cycle. Hold on. Let me move this microphone a second. You don't have to edit that out or anything. I've been very excited about the show. I'm driving Paula crazy. She hates when I move. All right, <laughs> folks. Listen, can I just tease tomorrow? Well, I'm not done yet. No. But I want to tease tomorrow's show, too, because I'm not kidding. We have two pages of bombshells, and I can't fit them all in one show. And I do want to get to some other news on another fake news story. Bob Mueller, haven't even gotten to that yet. Now we find out Mueller may have been looking for the FBI job. We now find out in the New York Post, according to a new book, this book, Deep State, that the FBI may have found 340,000 emails on Wiener's laptop. Why does that matter? Oh, oh, as Joe's already heard in the audio I sent them. You may want to pay attention to that one. Again, also, the Durham uh, probe is now expanding. John Durham, the U.S. attorney, looking into all the malfeasance in Spygate. Expanding? I thought Spygate was a hoax. (laughs) Maybe not. Okay. This is an important story, though, because, again, it's another example of media stupidity that gets um, echoed repeatedly. This Minnesota mayor, what's his name? Uh, Jacob Fry. So, uh, Minneapolis, excuse me, mayor. You can't be the mayor of Minnesota. You'd have to be the governor. PJ Media piece, Tyler O'Neill, be in the show notes today. Extortion. Minneapolis mayor tries to shut down a Trump rally with an outrageous security fee. Folks, uh, this again is fake news from the piece. Uh, It's not fake news that he did it. What he's trying to do is a scam. What they tried to do is Fry asked this company hosting this Trump rally in uh, in Minneapolis to provide $530,000 for security. Mm. What? Yet police estimated that when Obama spoke at the Target Center for a health care rally in 2009, the security costs were only $20,000. The Democrat mayor was trying to charge 26 times more for the Trump rally. Folks, this is a scam. Mm. Now, why is it? What's going on here? College campuses have tried this before. Yeah. It is a speech suppression mechanism by the left. What they do is they engage in a heckler's yes, veto. Sir. So they'll say something like this. That's right. Conservatives are not allowed on college campuses, but you're allowed. But here's the thing, because what you're going to say is controversial. It's not. We're going to need security because people are going to come after you. The security fee is $50,000. Well, we can't afford that. Well, you can't speak. Your fault. Sorry. No, 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 no. You don't get to veto. You don't get to heckle into a veto. That's not the way this works over free speech. That's what this guy, Jacob Fry, is trying to do here. He's an anti-free speech tyrant. That's what they like to do. So he's imposing a bunch of conditions and unaffordable security costs on the Trump team to show up. Now, that is garbage. I was in the Secret Service. Nobody on radio has more expertise in this than me. Not a pat on the back, just a fact. I actually did this for a living. Folks, as I've said to you repeatedly, yes, when the president visits your town, your city, whatever it may be, there are security costs incurred. Police overtime, uh, police assets, some staff functions. Yes, no doubt. Point stipulated. What else did I tell you, Joe? Conveniently left out by this lunatic mayor is the Secret Service books up probably, I don't want to give out numbers, but let's just say a lot of hotel rooms. So does the military. So do the communications assets from WACA, the White House Communications Agency. So does WAMO, the White House military office. So does the staff. Mm-hmm. What do they do, Joe? They also eat while they're yes, there. They're they there do. for about two weeks. They also rent tents from tent companies, pipe and drape. They hire local drivers. Ladies and gentlemen, the amount of money that could... Now, it's taxpayer money. I'm not pretending it's free. Mm-hmm. I'm simply suggesting that you suggesting that your security costs will not be offset by the amount of income flowing into your 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 uh, your your city while the Secret Service is there with the president is absurd. This is why the Secret Service doesn't pay for security costs. One, they can't afford it. They don't have the budget for it. But secondly, it's ridiculous. Mm. The agents on the ground, the military staff will probably spend twice as much as that on hotel rooms and others. Believe me, I had to sign off on the bills. <laughs> it's a lot. This is a garbage story 
by garbage people, again, engaging in a heckler's veto on Trump. Yeah, this guy's obviously a small fry man. <laughs> Some of the audience isn't going to get that until they read the article. <laughs> I got it. I, you didn't slip that one by did. me. All right, last story, but please, please don't miss it. I would do an extended show today, but I, I have a special event coming up right after the show. I'm, I'm, I'll, maybe I'll talk about tomorrow. I'm not really sure how comfortable I am with it, but it's a nice honor, so... Joe knows what yeah, it is. Yeah, so cool. my wife. I'm, I'm just, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. It's kind of the thing. So, folks, again, it's the news week is, is, is just, <laughs> I don't know where to go with it. I had to get this out today. Wall Street Journal story. A new damning expose of the FISA court. Check this out. Wall Street Journal, Dustin Voles, Byron Tao. FBI's use of surveillance database violated Americans' privacy rights, the court found. U.S. discloses ruling last year by FISA court that FBI's data queries of U.S. citizens were unconstitutional. Folks, did you read my, did you read my second book yet, Exonerated? Many of you have. Some of you haven't. Some of you haven't haven't read it. Some of you haven't bought it yet. In there, I talk about plan A, plan B, and plan C. What was plan A in the book to spy on the Trump team, I believe? Ladies and gentlemen, I believe there was significant misuse of intelligence databases, the NSA database and elsewhere, to spy on the Trump team. It is a metadata database, calls, texts, messages, digital transformation Mm -hmm. of information. To go in there and use that database, get emails and things like that, You are supposed to have some nexus to foreign intelligence. From the Wall Street Journal piece, what was the FBI using it for, though, in this damning new report? Now, to be clear, this is about 2017 and 2018. So this is while Trump is the president. But I'm going to tie this in because this this is the second report confirming the same thing. The October 2018 court ruling identifies improper searches of raw intel databases by the Bureau in 2017 and 2018 that were deemed problematic in part because of their breadth, which sometimes included queries related to thousands or tens of thousands of pieces of data, such as emails or phone numbers. Listen to this one. Whoa. In one case, the ruling suggested the FBI was using the intelligence information to vet its personnel and its cooperating sources. Federal law requires that the database only be searched by the FBI as part of seeking evidence of a crime or for foreign intelligence information. Wait, what? So the FBI is tapping into this massive NSA database to vet sources still in 2017 to 2018. By the way, a similar report about the period when Obama's in office And they're using, I believe, portions of this database to vet sources and otherwise. The same thing happens with a report issued by Rosemary Collier with the FISA court, too. Folks, the Spygate case. Do you remember the whole Michael Cohen allegation? How Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer, Mm. allegedly went to Prague to coordinate with the Russians this collusion scheme to get Hillary's emails for money. Right. Cohen had never been to Prague. Right. Remember my suggestion to you that it's highly possible that maybe the reason Cohen's name came up is there was a query of very specific databases, maybe not the NSA database, but others. And in that database, a Michael Cohen may have went to Prague. But it wasn't that, Michael Cohen. It was a different one. Folks, the abuse of this database is now coming to light. I believe it was plan A, as I discuss and exonerated. And I call it plan A because when they got called out, it was believed when Mike Rogers, the NSA director, puts a stop to these about queries and the querying of the database for personnel decisions, vetting sources, maybe like vetting sources like Christopher Steele. Oh, yeah, Russian hoaxer dossier guy? We thought this stopped. May say, but Dan, it's the Trump administration. No, 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 no. It may be the Trump presidency, but as we've seen from these deep state hacks coming out, not everything that happens is pro-Trump, obviously. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Mm-hmm. 
this querying and this NSA database may still be going on. Mm-hmm. Devastating story that escaped a lot of mainstream media scrutiny yesterday. Why? Because again, it highlights this report, which confirms the old report that the Obama administration FBI was doing it too. All right, do not miss. Do not miss tomorrow. I'm, I, this is the first time in a long time I wanted to like record a show right afterwards. I have so much stuff, <laughs> especially on Mueller. Uh-huh. Don't forget that. And on this revelation about Hillary's emails. But please go back and listen again to that whole segment about Marie Yovanovitch, Bill Taylor, and the whistleblower. Very suspicious language. That seems to mirror exactly what Taylor. I need, We need the answers from Taylor. It's as simple as that. All right, folks, thanks again. Please pick up my book, Exonerate. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble right now. And also subscribe to our YouTube account, youtube.com slash Bongino. Really appreciate it. I will see you guys and ladies tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.